0: Hello and welcome to the thirty-third episode of the Crystal Clear Watchmaking Podcast. I'm your host Luke here with your co-host Jay here with my co-host Jay, actually, not your co-host. Yours and my co-host too. Yes, everybody's. (laughs) And there's no music to start. I'm sure you noticed because we're just banging this one out. Yeah, I'm real busy, but I figure, hey, we'll just take a moment to talk about this release. How you doing, man?
1: Not bad. How are you? Excited.
0: I'm doing well. So, let's talk about this. I'm just going to throw you articles and we'll talk about them one at a time. All so, right. there was the the Rolex release. They released a bunch of stuff start of September. Um, and the first one is that they put the Skydweller on the Oysterflex band.
1: Ah. Uh, Jay, so, yeah. your
0: thoughts. Well, <laughs> I I, well, I
1: I I'm not a I, I'm not a fan of the Skydweller, but I think it's a I think it's a neat thing they did here i think their colors are nice that 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 they came out with here okay Um, so
0: here's what i would say is this is not even a release like if this was some other company and they just like said oh there's a new band they just put it on their website it just wouldn't why are we acting like this is a release (laughs)
1: yeah well well like this is yeah okay so first of all we're talking about obviously the rolex new releases so they came out with a whole bunch of new stuff right like across right multiple right this isn't lines. the only thing yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: but but to, all
0: the the heads of the sky dweller hasn't changed at all they haven't changed the actual watch okay, one iota
1: yeah then I agree with you that's stupid
0: to call a new release yeah just just update the website you know make it so you can order some oyster flex straps yeah whatever just, not a big deal
1: but to call it but I guess I guess I guess they've just shoved it in with all the other new stuff.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, people managed to write multi-page articles about the fact that they added a strap. Well, it's Rolex. How relax. do you do that?
1: You, you, they, could, they could write multiple you know things on just tiny, like if they change the manual or something.
0: Okay, so let's let's just move on. <laughs> Here, here's the next one. All right. Oyster Perpetual 36 millimeter. We got some new dials.
1: Yeah. Um, First I, I saw impressions these ones. Jay. So so so. First of all, the, the, I just want to describe to our listeners the, the the colors are. I mean, they probably have seen this as well, but the colors are really like pastelly, I guess. um Yeah. So, I'm 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 kind of torn because I like the the op I call it op or spiritual but I I, I don't <laughs> think these colors go with this like style of watch. Uh, like I would like these colors on another style of watch but I, I, I'm i not a fan of how they look on these new releases personally. Okay, it's so, it, it's so not Rolex looking to me which, which you know maybe I'm just conservative but that's just my opinion.
0: Okay so try in your mind's eye to blank out all of them except for the green one.
1: Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Of, of all of them the green one is the most traditional looking i mean it's it's like the well, less like you know th-
0: yeah the thing that i like about it is it's the like rolex green like what they write their font in and what they do their like ads in and oh everything, really you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i know that yeah so i think it looks pretty okay i mean they threw some new calibers in these they're not mind-blowing calibers you know Everything is incremental change. It's just not a big deal. Is it only um, the
1: 36 they made this change? Because isn't there another size of Oyster Perpetual?
0: There is. And that's the next release we'll talk about. But for these, here's the other thing about these. Is that they added those like double batons at uh, 3, 6, and 9. Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: I, I think that's okay. It's, it's nice and subtle. I, I don't mind that. Um.
0: <sighs> yeah, I just find it kind of weird that, like, now 3, 6, and 9 actually stands out more than 12, which has the Rolex crown.
1: Well, I don't know. I, to me, the 12 still stands out more, just by to, to glance. Like, it's like, it's still the logo you, there, so. You think so? I think so. I, I think you gotta look okay. closer to see see those ones. But, but, you know, I think this is the type of watch, just zooming out a bit, that it's one of those ones where I think you gotta see in person. It's like, you know, it, it might... Look better in person. these the this update?
0: I think like, the green one might look good. Yeah, My the, thing though yeah. is they also instead of making these like sunburst finishes with, um, like colored coatings. Yeah, these are just flat lacquer. Right. It it's like I don't very know, just f- seems lazy.
1: Yeah, it's lazy, but it's almost like. I I I don't know. It's it. It reminds me of like how Timex released all these new colors for their for for that Orts Q when the f- original color was a hit, and then they just started pumping out colors with all these like weird looking colors.
0: Yeah, yeah. They got a few colors now. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I, mean I mean, this is way better than the release of just saying that they put an oyster flex yeah. <laughs> on the Skydweller. Yeah. I like the green one. That's where I am with this, I think. I see I could
1: see myself liking the pink one too in but I had to I would have to see it in person. It's so different, yeah. you know?
0: I think the pink and the blue are and those are kind of colors that have existed and clearly those are aiming for the ladies. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then the red and the and the yellow I don't know. Yeah. I'm not for it. Yeah. I like the green one.
1: Yeah. I, I I can see where you're at, going with the green. It to me, it's like the most yeah traditional one of the five. But again, it's one of those ones that I would like to see in person.
0: Yeah, and they did bump the power reserve up to seventy hours, which again, that's nice. Not mind blowing. That's very like the okay. standard.
1: It's standard now, but for them to bump it up, it's you know, it's it's nice to have. So did they change? the Yeah, movement? I feel
0: like. It's something that they kind of just had to do. Yeah, they just bumped yeah. up the movement a little bit. Like, you know, you get a Panorama, you get eight days of power reserve. Yeah. So 70 hours will never blow my mind. To me, it's kind of just like, it's okay.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: it's, yeah. it's fine.
1: Well, do you get, did they consider Oyster Perpetual is not a sport watch, right?
0: No, no. I mean, so- it sort of was when it was first made because it was like, Cause it was an oyster. It was like you could put it under water, and it was like kind of manly that it could do things with you. But <laughs> now, now not so much. Yeah,
1: I mean, thirty six millimeter. That's really small.
0: Yeah, it's like vintage or ladies' size. Th- that's weird. What... We'll just move on to yeah. the next one. Okay. Which this one is just the oyster perpetual. It used to be thirty nine millimeters the like men's size, I guess you'd say. Yeah. It's now been bumped up to 41 millimeters. I'm not
1: a fan of that. Just purely based on, I like the smaller size. Like 39 is the sweet spot for me. Like that's Black Bay 58. So
0: yeah, 39 is great. I, yeah. You can already tell from the
1: color of this, how funky looking those 36s look. Like this color is more normal looking.
0: Yeah. Although they say the funky colors are coming to these too. Okay that uh, that
1: would be really weird. Especially if you contrast <laughs> it with this with with the normal looking picture.
0: Yeah, like the sunburst classic like yeah. yeah. Nice styles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, you you see on the uh on the bezel like on the inside of the bezel it has that Rolex around it like the the wording. Yeah. Is that common on all Rolexes now? Like I only thought that was on the on the sport watches,
0: you know. Honestly, I haven't paid attention to it. What what would you call that? I wouldn't be that? surprised if it's. I wouldn't be surprised if it's across the line, though.
1: Like I think it looks nice, but only on some watches. Like I don't know if they put it on every watch now.
0: It looks okay. I saw someone post a picture of a Rolex that they bought from an AD, so it was like a hundred percent real, and they actually hadn't lined up that chapter ring they were doing like seiko skx <laughs> chapter ring problems with not lining up the rolex i, would I was be, like wow that's I'd unbelievable be
1: upset if that was from rolex <laughs> yeah
0: so i don't know if their quality control is actually falling like that or if they just had an unusual one or something but i so, have heard other things about their quality control being kind of weak you know yeah so
1: that's sad But to hear. the thing is
0: the demand's so high. I mean, they basically would just have to make tons of people really angry about it before
1: yeah, well, that's before what...
0: quality control ever came to bite them.
1: It's a slippery slope. I mean, they you shouldn't just uh, skate by it just on your popularity.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a dangerous game because once people say that you're no good, yeah, that's yeah. the entrance point for a lot of people into luxury watches, so yeah, it starts with, scary. like,
1: you know, the enthusiasts. If you if they start getting upset that the quality control is not there, it's going to, like, snowball from there.
0: Yeah, so hopefully the few things that I've heard about quality control being not that great recently are not true, <laughs> and, and things are still good. Um, yeah. So anyway, up from 39 to 41, you're saying... Not a fan of the size change. Not
1: a fan of the size change.
0: I I like the smaller one. Any other opinions on it, really?
1: Well they 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 upped the uh the uh the movement again, right? On this or no?
0: Uh yes. Yeah, I no, believe they hours. might have upped the movement. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That part's nice. But uh...
0: Yeah, I'm not being 100% honest, I'm not a Rolex guy, so I don't, like, know all the serial numbers and movements and all of them and stuff. Yeah. But my understanding is that this one has new movement. Yeah. But again, I mean, their movements... They're just sort of standard. There's nothing that stands out too much about them. Yeah. Yeah. Here, it, yeah, I'm reading. It does have a longer power reserve now, but... So,
1: I mean, the Oyster Perpetual is almost, like, their most... I don't want to say bland, but their most normal looking maybe not normal but the most like um
0: I, I don't know how to say it like the most rolex looking rolex i don't know to me if i were to buy a rolex it would actually be like a 39 oyster perpetual or uh the what do you call it the explorer
1: the explorer yeah that's another under yeah the 369 one. explorer
0: yeah, yeah. but I don't think I'd get this 41 millimeter one. So I'd either be buying an old one. I'd probably just go for the Explorer at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, as we'll see in, I mean, the other models we're going to talk about, I think Rolex is kind of in a trend of
0: upsizing. Should we just go to the next one? Yeah. Okay. Here, I'll post the last link here. All right. The Big Daddy. So, the Big Daddy the uh, the watch that carries all of Rolex's water the yeah. submariner yeah the it's famous it's gone up a millimeter yeah
1: and again not a fan i i really think they should keep it smaller but but th- that being said um so so everyone must know about this the Rolex sub it's gone to 41 when i see side to side pictures it i mean it's only 1 millimeter but so you know you could still if they change proportions a little bit they could try they could make the the difference, not as
0: yeah. The, the previous looking? ones had like these fat, stupid lugs, and yeah. they slimmed down the lugs again on this, so that they look reasonable. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like it looks very similar because the lugs are more slim and stuff. So it's not so bad, but I just feel like, man, I would have liked it if they just slimmed the lugs and didn't make it a millimeter wider.
1: Yeah, you know what? I I I read a comment of. St- like on, uh, on on the new on these new bigger subs and people were like uh, uh, you know Rolex is playing 40 chess in ten years they're gonna slim it back down to 39 or 40 and say it's vintage yeah, yeah.
0: I mean I it, the weird thing is that the Asian market is a huge part of these brands now yeah and going up in size on the average Asian wrist which is
1: Smaller, smaller on average, yeah.
0: Yeah, is like maybe not a great move.
1: But and, but 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 not even like the Asian market. Just the whole watch market to me, it seems like everyone's more into vintage now, and vintage was smaller. So, why? Like, I don't know. I mean, Rolex is a trendsetter. Let's be honest, so. But they should have just kept it. I mean, they could have like even making it smaller. I don't know. Like 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 they. Tudor, uh, I'm going to use my Black Bay 58 again. They had the Black Bay, which is popular, and then they made the smaller one, which is even more popular, which is arguably one of the most popular watches there is right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a headliner for tutor I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I would really prefer that they had just either taken the case and slimmed it down a little bit, because you know, technology it moves forward. So they could have the same water resistance and everything and have the case, like, a little bit slimmer in a lot of ways and more wearable, I guess, quote unquote.
1: Yeah. But this being... Like, if they
0: shaved a millimeter out of the the thickness, nobody needs the thickness on the watch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, even if you want presence on the wrist, you can have a lot of presence on a very thin watch. Exactly. So if they had just made it lighter... I mean that would have been a nice change, yeah. but no, they just went bigger. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I
1: don't know. I I feel like the Submariner is not the line to do that with. It's like it's like the one that's like the like I want to say the bread and butter sports watch, probably probably the most popular sports watch. Yeah, yeah. So this being Rolex, it's not like you can, we can the normal guy like me and you could even find this in a store. So we're just talking hypotheticals here, but.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the thing. They did these new releases. People can look at them, but you're never gonna own one. Yeah,
1: everyone's just <laughs> talking you wanna, about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Unless you want to shell out extra money on the secondary market. I mean, yeah.
1: I, what, what I'm curious to see is if what we're saying, if if everyone holds our opinion and is not a fan of the bigger ones, I wonder if that will push up the price of the older ones that are the, the you know the
0: ones that have just become the older model now. Hmm. Well, they did discontinue the Hulk. Okay. So, what do you think of that? I wasn't a fan of the Hulk, but I know it was a, it was like a
1: popular, you know, colorway. So, um, I mean, I like to me personally like this might sound controversial, but I'm more of a fan of the the, the model and brand before I am of the color. Like, I'd be happy with just like a a, a black normal submariner so you know it doesn't as
0: long as the color isn't ridiculous yeah yeah you're okay with it right but but (laughs) of
1: all the submariner colors i don't see anything that ridiculous like the the link you sent me there's the three here which is the blue dial the green dial and a gold black uh dial well they all have black dial but bezel yeah is blue green and black but they all look like i'd be happy with any one of those so
0: I mean, if I'm giving them for free, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but it's not like the Oyster Perpetual Thirty Six, where it's like I don't want some of these colors, you know.
0: Yeah, I think I pretty much only want the green one out of those. Mm-hmm. And if they did, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: But so they did upgrade the movement on the on the submariners as well, just like on the other on the Oyster Perpetual.
0: Yeah, I mean, the previous one had 40 hours power reserve, which is just... That's just low.
1: Yeah, that's low for, like, a, a <laughs> new old Rolex. crappy
0: Seiko is hitting that number. Like, yeah. that is not impressive.
1: But now it's up to so, 70, which I feel like is the standard now.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... I feel like what we got out of this is we did not like a single release yeah. from Rolex. <laughs>
1: Well, I just I just feel like they're going in the wrong direction. I mean, if you know what, like, so the, let's the Submarino was forty, right? If they'd gone thirty nine, yeah. people would be lo- losing their minds. I think. I think everyone would be like so happy. But now it's just like yeah, uh, it's just getting bigger.
0: Yeah, I would have loved thirty nine with slimmer lugs. Yeah, I think it would have been super hot, and as we were saying for the Asian market, would have been good.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Now, I know.
0: Let's just. I don't want to dwell in negativity forever, so I'm going to do a bonus <laughs> release. Bonus, didn't tell you this is coming. <laughs> Here's a watch. I want your initial opinion on the looks, and there's no price on the site, so that'll, <laughs> that'll help you. Okay, tell me what you think about this. Okay, so I've this
1: never is... even heard of the brand, but let's take a look.
0: Okay, and I'll just give you the spec right now. 1,000 meters water resistance. That, yeah, to me, that doesn't really matter.
1: I, okay, I'm not a fan of the band or the strap, but I do like the watch itself. It looks intriguing, I would say.
0: Yeah. So we're looking right now at the Ming 18.01, which I just think is the dumbest naming convention. Like, what is going on here?
1: <laughs> it looks very futuristic. That's my first impression of, of the dial and, and the bezel. It looks like a, It looks yeah. like a computer interface almost.
0: Yeah, so it's made of titanium, so it's also very light. It's 40 millimeters in diameter, a hair under 13 millimeters thick, and it's 1,000 meters water-resistant. That's insane. So I'm saying Rolex could have definitely figured this out going down to 39, right? Yeah. Um, but, is and... it, but is it COSC-certified, like Rolex's. is? <laughs> does rolex even cost certify or do they self-certify now
1: well i don't know it says on the specs of the is cost certified
0: the okay movement. they still do the cost okay yeah So but okay so ming does really <laughs> amazing dress watches on average okay with really like nice looking movements i'll just throw you another ming for you to look at quick you'll be able to tell there's this brand, the like style DNA is very strong. So
1: when I like you see it. a
0: Ming, you know, you know it's I a like, Ming right away. I like this one much more. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this one is nice. It looks expensive,
0: but it's, it's nice. That's because it is expensive. <laughs> so so the Ming 1801, the dive watch, what what price do you put on that? Thousand meters. I, sh- I have
1: no clue. I've never heard of this brand.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing. They completely sold out within the day that they released it, if that helps.
1: Okay, let's talk about the brand a bit. I, I, it's, and this might, you know, sound you know, judgy, but are they an Asian brand, Ming? Like, where, where are they from? Uh,
0: yes, I, I do believe so, yes. Okay. So, the answer is that this costs half as much as a Submariner. Oh, if I... You're get- if you're getting an ad price.
1: Okay. Of the 1801. Yeah. How about the 2701? The the one you just sent me.
0: Uh that is a good question. <laughs> I am not sure. The problem is they tend to take away some of the like pricing stuff when they sell out cuz they're like why do we even need to post it? I do,
1: don't know. do they only have the two those two models? Just what I'm seeing.
0: They've done more in the past, but I guess they pull stuff off of their website if it's oh, old I see. and they're not going to sell it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of an unusual website here. But, but anyway, point is, I actually like the style of the dive watch. Yeah. I think it looks future. <laughs> yeah, it
1: does. Uh, and- but I'm more of a fan of the 2701, which has... A more paltry, get this, what seven hundred meter? versus Does see. it really? No, 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 fifty meters. The the, the model name is 7000m one or okay. something. The movement.
0: Okay, fifty meters. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a yeah, lot more guys...
1: palpable, the, the 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 the. It's only thirty eight millimeters and six point nine millimeters thick, which is that would be nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And they've got these very... The lugs are very much their style. Yeah. like That's a pretty unique one looking right there. They're basically highly, highly modified Eddas. The that's movement? Yeah.
1: Well, even in the... If you look at the specs of the Ming 1801, and it's in movement. It's top grade ETA 2824-2. Yeah,
0: I don't know if they really... Yeah, modified by Schwartz Etienne. Yeah. Um, it was probably not as heavily modified as the other ones, just because it has a solid case back, so why would you just go insane? But, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, so this is my comparison. If I were to pick... If there were nothing about prices and value, I would probably <laughs> pick this over a new sub. I would still pick this sub because the sub is a sub.
1: It's got the history. It's got the name.
0: I wouldn't pick this over a vintage sub. Okay,
1: so not just any sub.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just have a hard time buying a modern sub. I mean, <laughs> everyone has a hard time. It's just time so doing annoying because they're you know they make a million watches a year. Rolex isn't really that scarce, and it's like going to McDonald's and they're like, "Oh, we'll sell you a Big Mac if you buy a few." Junior bacon cheeseburgers <laughs> first and build reputation <laughs> with us. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's it's obviously, it's uh, artificial, right?
1: There, the shortage, so. Yeah. But that's how those, that's how luxury brands work, I guess.
0: I guess. So, we said we'd keep it a short episode, just our thoughts on, um, on yeah. the Rolex release. Basically, we said... Thumbs down. Take away. Take away. (laughs) Thumbs down, because why are we going bigger? You know? I don't don't think it's really necessary. And then, I would say, not really thumbs down, but kind of just like, why even mention that you've put the Oyster Flex on the Sky Dweller? Like, it's just... Yeah. That's not news. That's just dumb. (laughs) Uh, Alright. Alright. Well, with that said, we will come at you again with more Gears springs, brands, all things watches and watchmaking.